0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the 16-Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer podcast. My name is AJ Kierens, and I'm your host here each and every week as we do our part to introduce you to the artists and designers from around the world who help bring our favorite beers and breweries to life. This week's episode is no different worldwide. This is our first guest from Australia. I was going to say down under, but I just really felt like it was going to be really bad. I will not do a, uh, a Crocodile Dundee
1: joke or anything like that.
0: But this week's artist is Rhiannon Yates, and we're really excited to have her on the podcast. She, like I said, she's our first guest from Australia, and it really means a lot to us. The project... Being worldwide is truly a gift. It's really something special that I you know, take a lot of pride in. We have our first guest from Germany, uh, Michael Hacker. Uh, he's Austrian, but lives uh, in Berlin and between Berlin and Vienna. He has two homies, two houses, two locations. And uh, it's really exciting. We've got folks, and you know, we've done New Zealand, we've done Sweden, Canada. United States and uh, London the UK so we've just been uh, been really blessed and this episode is no different. We came to learn of Rhiannon from the work that she has done with Structures Brewing which is really cool because they're based here right in the US of A and I don't never heard of them before her. I found her work, you know, somebody uh, tagged it with some of the popular you know, beer hashtags for art. You know, we use 16OZ canvas, 16-ounce canvas is ours. And folks have started using that, and we thank you. But it's really great. You know, I love her story. I'm a big sucker, as you've come to learn, of black and white work. Her, you know, pen and ink and her level of detail. You know, the the mystery, illusion, kind of whimsical, you know, dream nature. It's just, it's a lot of fun. You learn it's a lot of hard work. And we really are just really proud of another great world-renowned artist who decided to, you know, join us here on the podcast. We're rocking, folks! Episode number ninety-nine. So I'm not a mathematician, but that means next week is episode one hundred. Next week's episode features Colin Healy with Prairie Artisan Ales, one of my favorite breweries in the world. You know, literally not only do I love their labels that he does but their beers are second to none some of my favorite stouts ever and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun and also next week we're excited we're gonna have our boy Dom uh, you might know him as Ducci uh, from beer culture on I figure it's a really exciting you know endeavor for them he has a new book coming out it ain't the beer you used to and I thought it'd be a good idea episode 100 you know to kind of celebrate. And uh, we'll do a little, you know, in-episode feature of Dom next week. So look for that also. We're having a great time. So RhiannonYates.com is the website. Ry sinister R-H-I-S-Y-N-S-T-E-R. Did I butcher that one? Let's, uh, let's do a little double check here. Let's do a little audit make sure we didn't butcher too much. R-H-I-S-Y-N-Y-S-T-E-R. If you're an Avenged Sevenfold fan, which we're uh, listening to a little instrumental right now, you'll uh, you'll get her name a little bit easier for you. So it's been kind of fun. One of the cool parts is the music of the artist, and in, you know, her Herstein, she's a huge fan of them, took some time, dove into their some of their music and was really enjoying it, some inter- interviews with uh, Sinister himself, and uh, it's been really cool. So another great episode. Episode number 99, Noventa y Nueve. It's happening, folks. Season 9 is a great one. It's probably one of our largest uh, worldwide or international seasons, and we're really, really proud of that. So, so let's get at it. Episode number 99, Rhiannon Yates, 16-ounce canvas, 16ozcanvas.com, 16ozcanvas on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We're having a great time, everybody, and we're really proud you know, to uh, share this all with you. Big milestone is next week. We're pretty locked down on Season 10, so I, I don't see us stopping anytime soon. We're working on some cool events in the future. We want to uh, do more of the, the 3D hangs, more meeting everybody, having beers, and introducing you to the artists. But now it's time to go down to Australia, and Yates, Episode number ninety nine. It's all here, folks. Enjoy.
1: See you on the flip. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Sixteen Ounce Canvas, the Art of Craft Beer Podcast. Very excited to have with us today, checking in from Melbourne, Australia, Rhiannon Yates. You want to thank you, Rhiannon, so much for you know taking the time to be a part of this project. It's exciting to get to talk to artists from around the world. So it's a i believe you're our first uh, australian artist before we have here so it's uh it's nice to to cross that off the, off the off the map
2: yeah thanks for having me
1: yeah definitely it's really exciting um as i mentioned you know with uh before you know we came to learn to you from some of the, the one of the labels you did for structures brewing but we're really big fan of your work it's kind of been nice that we connected that way but have been you know following along for a few months now i uh I wore her down to convince her to be a, a part of this project, but I'm a huge uh, black and white uh, fan, so I really love your, you know, the detail of your work and kind of the, the imagery and the storytelling you do with your work. So I, I just uh, wanted to thank you once again for for being a part of it.
2: No, no, thank you for for bringing me along. Yeah, <laughs> getting me there. Yeah,
1: right. Yeah, I was like, uh, hello, this crazy idea I have. Would you like to be on a podcast <laughs> in America? And it was like, oh, okay, who is this? Yeah, so definitely. Uh, what is <laughs> yeah, so your, your friends probably thought you were making it up, but yeah, you'll show them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right here, this is the part where it's kind of you tell your story. But I just kind of wanted to learn how you how did you get into you know drawing and you know choosing you know black and white and kind of you know what's your you know what's your story and real quick for for folks at home you want to follow along on Instagram it's re-sinister but it's r-h-i like her name and then sinister s-y-n-y-s-t-e-r and we'll link that up and you can go to riannayates.com for some prints there's also uh her etsy shop um you know which you can find from instagram but it's also re-sinister so go there and buy some of her work cool now it's your turn
2: (laughs) so i um i've been drawing and creating art for pretty much as long as I can remember, uh, always as a kid, pretty much all through, you know, school and, and whatnot. I always knew I wanted to do something hands-on and crafty when I grew up and, you know, got out into the world. But um, I think I first, like, genuinely established my love for this sort of style that I do now probably around my early teens, uh, 13, 14 and, um, you know, at the time I was really into, like, tattoo art and, um, you know, that traditional ink art and just a lot of um, album covers, like band band covers and posters and all of that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, I used to draw a lot of tattoos for people and um, scribble all of my books and, um, yeah, I eventually just sort of, started using less and less color and focused more and more on line work and I got into you know stippling and cross hatching and, and um, it sort of evolved to what it is uh, today. So I you know I do a lot of uh, space artwork now as well, which is just a lot of black and white monochromatic um, artworks, which I think um, is quite beautiful because it is black and white. Um, and yeah, just a lot of experimental stuff really
1: yeah i i love it i mean i think i mean uh we've come to we we've come to appreciate the word simple but it just it makes it sound like it's less than it is but just the beauty <laughs> of it with the you know the black and white you know it's you know you're it's, it's it's you know you have a couple of colors but it really it just you know it really works it's it's really i really love it i mean i've always been drawn to that uh you know even before discovering your work but you're your level of detail even you know uh, is just really uh it's really something special so it, yeah it's uh, it's a perfect medium for for your your style but really yeah really detailed pieces which are just wonderful you know so i, I like when you post the videos that you're kind of like drawing you know doing them and you know in motion to see kind of how you know all the hard work that goes into it Cause i think sometimes it's not always you know seen by people it's just kind of like oh okay but yeah it's extremely extremely detailed
2: yeah i think it's important too because when you do add color to something that's so detailed in black and white you tend to lose a lot of the the finer details that are laid through pen and ink when you put color over it so i think it's nice like you said just sort of keep it that simple um you know black and white i think it's a, a lot more effective in a lot of different ways
1: now, how what 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 are the sizes of your normal your, your normal prints? Because when they, when you see you drawing them, they're very they're they're smaller sized. So is that your tip, Do you do you work in smaller sizes or just depending on the project?
2: Typically, I I work um, in international paper sizes. So most of my works are either A4 or A the a4 or a5 okay. and i've just started going into a3 so bigger works um which is like the latest space work that you can sort of see on my instagram um is an a3 one so it, it definitely takes a lot of time to to do a lot of these pieces so i've always tended to keep them smaller but um yeah i'm definitely uh, branching out into bigger pieces
0: now so
1: is it all What is, what is your process is it all is it pen and ink is it you know i do see some of the pencil sketches you know how many how many how many iterations of these pieces before they become you know where you kind of say okay this is this is done and now i can now move on which is probably hard because there's so much detail you probably always want to add a little something here you know keep tweaking
2: it yeah definitely there's always that um like is it ever really finished like yeah kind of going but um no generally I will start with a a basic idea in mind it'll be like either I've been you know thinking about it for a while or it just sort of juts into my mind and I sort of pencil it in um and sometimes I will just kind of work off the pencil sketch and sometimes I'll draw a few different variations as thumbnails and then I'll you know uh, transfer them onto a bit of paper and then work more with that sometimes I'll start something and then I just completely scrap it um so I usually i'll lay a bit of pencil down then i'll refine it with pencil and then i'll go over with uh ink um but a lot of my space works i sort of just lay some basic shapes like whether it's you know a planet or whether the, the galaxy is going to go or the stars and then i just kind of fill it all in um and just play it by ear
1: yeah now obviously yeah i was gonna I mean you have a it's a very obvious you love space has that always been kind of you know you're one of your muses like space is that or how did you know how? Is is that a recent trend you know it seems pretty
2: um, always kind of been fascinated with the stars like here um i used to live in S- sydney sort of outside of the city and used to see this you know the stars were, were beautiful not so much here in melbourne city but um i've always sort of been fascinated with them and i took a trip to new zealand um oh, nice. about three years ago yeah it was beautiful and we went to uh, Fox Glacier or friend, friend, somewhere near Franz Joseph and um, the sky was so dark that you could see like every star in the sky I swear it was it was absolutely incredible and I was just very inspired I came back and I was like oh like I really want to see if I can you know replicate that kind of thing on paper you know how how do I go about this and it sort of just became a thing like a a thing that I do now I, I try and incorporate into a lot of my works
1: so if you look at when you went on that trip you would say coming back that all of a sudden that you just had a new appreciation for kind of this you know the world around you the the sky or the different universes
2: yeah like just just looking up and you That's can see so the the milky way in its entirety like it was so clear and um you know you can't take a photo of that on your phone you can't you know completely replicate that with um you know technology and that's why I love being able to to draw it because you can kind of make this you know incredible atmosphere um that you can't you know you can experience something a little different than when you just take a photo it's it's not the same kind of thing
1: yeah I, uh, yeah well you're. I guess you're taking a photograph with your mind and making. I don't even know how that works, but yeah, it's it's a, it's impressive. <laughs> like it's yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, it's just incredible. Yeah, I have no artistic ability other than editing uh interviews and you know promoting them. But yeah, it just it's it's just wonderful to see. And I've always been, I like guess, i said, been drawn to to black and white. And then you, yeah, obviously, you know, you're influenced by i guess like shows you like i guess you know you're very it seems like you're into anime and doctor who and little pokemon action so i, I it's, it's, <laughs> it's 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 kind of nice to see that too you know in the uh i guess Guardi- yeah, I guardians was, of the I galaxy
2: kind of yeah we like worried that people wouldn't kind of i don't know be be fond of the two like together like i i figured it was always like people would like you know my realistic and, and space artwork or they'd like my anime stuff, so it's kind of nice that I've been able to mingle the two, and people have really um, liked it as something quite unique. And um, I've had quite a good following uh, from it as well. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun to to be able to bring popular culture into um, a traditional um, style of artwork like mine. Um, yeah, it's been nice.
1: Yeah, especially because the anime that's very like in the po- like the they're very. You know, bright and vivid, and so sort to of kind of strip them of that and and work. And I mean, you have a few pins and other things. You know, you folks can see on your Instagram, but it's really, it's kind of nice to to take that. You know, take some of those the traditional way people see those things, which is nice. I, I like when I'm not a big fan when people just kind of like something. Someone with your ability could easily just look at a picture and draw. You know, verbatim. You know, uh, you know. Yeah right you know uh some of the the pokemon's and um but you know you kind of bring your own spin to it your own you know your own versions of it which i always i, I really like i i when people rip off other people's work i that always drives me crazy so it's it's nice to see it, yeah. it it's nice to see it in that way it's your you know your interpretation of it
2: yeah i no, i think it's it's nice when you can sort of look at something and and you like it because you know you like that that anime or that particular movie or something and it's a completely unique kind of you know take on it um and it becomes more special and, and, and you know it might mean more to somebody else because it's uh you know relates more to them more into their artistic style or you know um yeah
1: now you said before you would do tattoos for people was that a surreal thing that somebody wanted your work on their you know permanently tattooed <laughs> on them like that must like at least in the um, beginning
2: I, I didn't do the tattoos I just sort of right. drew, like drew them um I had quite a few friends and, and family members that were you know throwing ideas at me and um so I just yeah would, would draw you know little little things for them sugar skulls and um you know hearts and daggers and all of that kind of stuff so um you know very very early days and and very um teenage angst of me but um Yeah, no, that's sort of where it all started out. And as I practice more and more, you know, I got better and better. And um, I sort of don't do as much like tattoo-y inspired stuff these days. But um, it's still like derivative of that that line work, that particular, you know, style, um, especially that black black line and and stipple uh, element of it.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I, I noticed you have some tattoos yourself, so that's pretty cool. I mean, I just think it's nice. I mean, I, I really, I'm kind of a wuss. So I like, I love tattoos, but I, I do not have any, I think it's more just like pulling the trigger to get that first one. Cause I know once I do that, I'm just going to end up with the full sleeve. So I'm kind of excitedly <laughs> like avoiding hard. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I haven't got a full sleeve just yet, but uh, I'll get this.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Now, any? Uh, how did you decide what to get for your tattoos? Like, is it, you know, any? Of your, is any of your work on your arm?
2: Uh, no. I. It's funny. I get a, a lot of people asking that. Like, oh, is that your own design? Is that your own artwork? And I honestly probably couldn't get anything that I ever designed on me. It's just, it's one of those things that I'm like, I don't know. I just feel it would be weird um but no all of these artworks are, are by the one artist um her name's Bubsy she's in Alexandria in Sydney if anyone's interested um but she does a lot of uh, traditional and, and neo-traditional kind of work so it's a lot of like woodland critters and, and nature inspired pieces which I've always you know been fond of I grew up in a in a bushy kind of area and um I've always loved you know nature and animals and it was something I always knew I wanted to get so um yeah I, I got one and and
1: now i have the whole bunch. <laughs> see yeah you're my you're the, the case study what i was saying yeah exactly so i'm like uh yeah i just played in my head i mean i think yeah I, I guess i don't know i think i will at some point I, I mean i do i find i'm very fond of them so it's kind of interesting
2: yeah I I mean, I, they're be- yeah once once you start you yeah, you want
1: more for sure yeah it's like oh then i want to complete this piece of art i think i think that's and that's also part of it too that having the one just like stand alone it's like oh that looks it'd be kind of sad It would need a couple of new friends and yeah and then <laughs> then would just kind of it would just kind of go from there now it's how perfect. long yeah yeah now how long is it how long is your traditional you know pro, like how long does it take you to you know for what you when you finally like surrender that it's a piece is finished
2: Um, it depends like, uh, some things that don't have backgrounds for instance, um, will, you know, maybe two, three hours, um, for like a small, um, if it's a big one, maybe up to six, but then my space artworks like an A4 one would probably be about 30 hours. Um, usually some of my very detailed, I've got like a, a forest scapey one with like a, a forest spirit guardian. I think that took me like 40 maybe or so hours so um yeah it's a lot it's a lot of time and a lot of you know strenuous detail but in saying that like I'm not sitting down for you know crazy amounts of time working them out a lot of them I'm sort of like I'll work a couple hours on and then I might leave it for a few days and sort of start something else or you know I'm always sort of chopping and changing otherwise I kind of get a block on something and I just get frustrated so it's nice to just be able to you know chop and change
1: hmm. now before you were saying with this space you know you said you can't take a picture of that and so it's really like, how do you where how do you start i mean how, where, does that, where is that? where's the inspiration coming from is there some? is there a shitty photo that you took and you're just kind of looking at that to like make it look you know or is just kind of all in your head
2: no it's 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 pretty much all out of my head like i That's fucking will wild. tend to um just kind of place you know either round objects or have a particular um, idea whether it's like you know a galaxy that's sort of an interesting shape or um, you know at the moment I've got like the little house on um, like a pasture and then it's got like a, a huge spacey background so it was sort of like starting with this little focal point of a house and then trying to map out and make an atmosphere around that to um you know make sure it balanced and everything so yeah a lot of it's just sort of like planning shapes and then filling it all in once I'm happy with the placement of everything
1: and is do you is it all analog do you or do you bring it into a digital do you use any digital aspects of it I mean filling all Uh, that all that black I mean that that must be
2: (laughs) yeah so all the all the black is is hand um done with pen and um it's all just black pen As well, so it's like manually, you know, filling it all in um, in reverse, I guess. But the only digital um, sort of aspect is when I scan them into the computer and um, I sort of pop them into Photoshop and I just kind of correct, you know, contrasts and um, all of that so I can replicate them into prints. But other than that, that's pretty much it. Like there's no uh, actual artistic digital manipulation or anything like that. It's all done by hand
1: okay now you mentioned uh cross hatching before can you i mean what is can you describe more about that process can i kind of you know, <laughs> dumb it down for for oh i would say for the audience but i'm gonna be real for me just kind of what that is <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah yeah sure um so cross hatching is is a it's a very like old um process of uh pe- pen and ink generally um back in those times it was dip pen, but um, basically it's just creating little strokes and and dashes uh, simultaneously to create textures and and shadows and uh, to render shapes. And and generally they're all in uh, sort of the same direction and then to make darker ones you can, you know, go over it in a a different direction. So, um, yeah, so just like lines and dots to create shapes and textures. Uh, there's many different ways of sort of doing it, I guess, but um, yeah, you can you can sort of yeah get a good feel of of uh, structure with them.
1: Okay, yeah, well, whatever it is, it, whatever it is, it works. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like okay, so far, yeah, that's that's exciting. So, you said early on that you you, know, you kind of knew that this was kind of what you wanted to do and. That's that's it. That's, that must have been exciting. It was it scary to, the idea of making your career just you know going all in, and being an artist. You know, obviously it's uh, it's not not for the faint of heart. You know, even though it's definitely your gift.
2: <laughs> um, well, you know, I left I left high school and I knew I wanted to do it. And realistically, I knew I couldn't do that much. You know, with it, so I, I ended up working. In retail for many years and um I actually only just left uh to start pursuing this full-time so it's been like a I guess more of a hobby up until um you know the last year or so when I started getting quite serious into it and um yeah I sort of just kept honing away as much as I could and uh, you know my spare time staying up very late at night, you know working on these pieces and and going to work full-time during the day but um, I think it was it was a good development to still you know go out in the world and, and get that experience from you know retail and, and customer service and talking to people and um, all of that so um, but yeah like even even now like I've I left my my last job, um, a couple of months ago now and it is quite scary to, to you know just leave behind everything you kind of know and, and go into this unknown and not sort of know what to expect but um, you know I'm, I'm optimistic about it like I'm pretty confident that I can do what I need to do and you know creating art full-time is, is now a, a thing and doing markets and conventions and all of that kind of stuff so yeah, no, it's it's, it's good. I've, I've really been enjoying
1: it so far. Yeah, I think we always kind of – it's been a theme lately, but we always talk about, your sh- like, the shitty jobs you have really make you appreciate the <laughs> the evol- the evolution of your career and that, you know, you kind of make that final stage, which we interview artists at different stages. You know, some are just doing it on the side or just getting started or people have been doing it for a while. But it, it does come back to that, you know, like a lot <laughs> – I don't know. I mean, I, I remember all my shitty jobs, and they—I I, don't—they're not part of not the highlight reel, so to speak. But you know, they—they they had me realize, you know, why I'm happy doing what I'm doing now versus, you know, that moment in my life. And so it's—it's it's, yeah, I, I think it's important, but it's exciting, and that's yeah, it's I'm really happy for you.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's so true. I, I think it's it's definitely been a a common theme of your podcast to a lot of the the people that talk. Um, you know, they've had to do these shitty jobs and then yeah. you know, it does, it definitely makes you appreciate and, um, you know, find that, that real love that you have, uh, for what you do, especially artistic wise, like you, you know, you can't really be caged, um, once you, you've got the,
1: got the bug. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause I mean, yeah, like you're saying, you work a full-time job, you come home and you're, you know grind it you know, just burning the midnight oil, like literally working on stuff, and it's you're, you know, and then you kind of become it comes less and less, you know, that you're doing the other stuff, and yeah, so I'm yeah, I'm just happy to hear that it's uh it's going well, you know. I definitely I'm seeing you know more more your photos. You're at these you know events, and yeah, you know, I think you have what the the Madman Festival coming up soon. So it's yeah, I think it's exciting that you know that you're there's an outlet for your work, and I can I can definitely see why people love it.
2: Yeah, no, it's been good.
0: And we are back. Hopefully you enjoyed this one, folks. It's a good one. What's the best part? Part one of the interview, we didn't even talk about the beer yet. So, yes, we will get into that. It's going to be a great story about how she teamed up with structure that's a little teaser. But, yeah, it's just nice to, to hear the passion, hear the story, making that leap. It's really, you know, I can go through every one of the artists, and every one of them has a point in their story where they made that commitment. They, you know, some came earlier than others. Others are much later. And it's just really nice. And I think that you should go out there and you should support these artists. RhiannonYates.com you know, is one place you should go, but just realize that it is the work you're seeing, obviously, you know, the sharing on social and the websites, you know, is to to draw attention to their work, but it's just, just, it's really incredible, you know, to think about making that leap and believing in yourself, you know, the entrepreneurial spirit, the hard work, the passion. To be creative, you know, I love the idea that you'd see something and you can just remember it and then not only remember it and have that great memory, but then to be able to create a beautiful image with such detail and bring it to life that you can share that with others. So it's just really incredible. You know, it's definitely, uh, I've got the gift of gab, I guess, and they all have the uh, wonderful ability to, to draw and recreate and bring things to life. So, you know, we all have our own talents. And uh, we're having a great time, you know, doing that, you know, doing the research, finding people like Ronan and uh, sharing them with you. So I I hope you're enjoying this one. I really do. You know, we are are suckers for black and white. You know, we're big Ansel Adams fans. I just really like it because to, you know, the idea that you have, you know, limited colors or lack thereof, you know, and you're able to kind of use, you know, white, black, gray and, you know, some versions of that. You know, we learned about cross-hatching. I was going to say cross-stitching, but that's with, you know, yarn and, you know, old ladies do that. Now, if you listen to this and you are a cross-stitcher, don't get offended. I was just trying to make a bad joke. Let's move on. But, right, I just like it. I, I like her work. You know, we're obviously got to figure out a way to get some in the studio. Hopefully, you know, our one of our bucket list trips is to, to get down to Australia, New Zealand area. Not sh- originally, we were planning to go to New Zealand this summer. Uh, life, things in life kind of happen. We're, you know, we're talking about work and what have you. We'll, you know, we'll share. You know, the company I worked for was acquired by another company, so it's a really weird period right now. And uh, So I'll have to get my dancing shoes out and shine them up a little bit. We'll see how that process goes. But we're not going anywhere. We'll be here each and every week introducing you to some of the world's greatest artists and some of the their stories, their passion, and get in touch with us. You know, if you've got some questions or there's artists you want us to hear, hashtag that shit up, pound sign, tic-tac-toe, 16 canvas, and we'll find them. We'll find you, we'll thank you, we'll like it, retweet it, share it, do whatever it is you do. But what we do is we introduce you to these artists. This is episode number 99, and we're not going to stop. So, less gab for A.J., more talking with Rhiannon and learning more about how she teamed up with structure so let's get at it here it is part two episode number 99 right here on the 16 ounce canvas it's that simple folks we are the one and only Art of Craft Beer podcast tell your friends all the cool kids are doing it
1: how how does you know, how do you team up with uh, you know Structure Brewing, um, who I've never had their beer or know I don't know a lot about? So, you know, <laughs> uh, well, I guess I don't even know how we'd, we'd we'd fix that. But how how did that come to be? You know, how did uh, I think you did? Cans of Fuzz was the beer, and so how how did that come to be?
2: Yeah, so um, I got a message from James from Structures um, on Instagram. And he'd been following me for, for a little bit and he really loved, you know, my space illustrations. But there was a um, an illustration I've, I did of like an old uh, like in type drawing um, with like a galaxy and a couple of moons in the sky and, and he really loved it. And he had this idea for their signature beer uh, for me to do a label for them. And, you know, he was inspired by a few of these pieces and he – uh, was really inspired by the True Detective series, uh, which I actually haven't uh, seen, but I sort of read a little bit and uh, got a bit of information from that. So ideally he wanted like a uh, a rustic kind of farm-esque um, setting, but then he wanted, you know, the space background and, and the sky and uh, a sneaky little UFO, kind of just something real... Um, real subtle in there, uh, which was, yeah, quite interesting to sort of chuck a few ideas around with him and we settled on a rough design and, um, yeah, the guys at Structures were, were really happy with it. So that's sort of how that came to be and um, they still use the label that today. They've done a few different, you know, variations and colours and they've put it on glasses and it looks really great. And I think because it's black and white, it works, you know, very well for that particular thing um and then I did another beer label for them for Carcosa which is a similar style um but it's got like a deer skull in the front and it's on a a bottle rather than a can so that's really interesting too um similar theme with like a a skull on the field a tree in the background and then a, a spacey kind of background as well so they work really well you know together um as like a little series I guess but um yeah, no, they were they were both super fun to work on, and um, yeah, the, the guys were were stoked with them, so
1: that yeah, was good. Yeah, now how was how was that with the fact that you know different partner the time zones and coordinating? So it was a lot of like this virtual, I mean, obviously, but you know it was it was that was that's I mean, I think it seems really cool, you know that <laughs> that they're here, you know, and they they were following you and it made it work. You know, I think that that's one of the great things about you know, technology that makes this all possible that, you you and I are talking right now and, you know, just the fact that they were able to reach out to you and say, we really, we love your work and we wanted to, you know, represent, you know, one of our beers. And so that's, yeah, I think it's great.
2: Yeah. no, it was, it was insane when I, when I sort of, they first started chatting to me and, um, I was just like, Oh, this is like such an amazing opportunity. Like out of everyone that they could have chosen, you know, they chose me, they loved my art and, um, you know, I I love doing it for them. So I, in terms of, you know, communicating with them um, from here, it was, it was pretty easy. Like they were very easy to talk to. They sort of were very uh, lenient on, you know, timeframes and uh, direction with the artwork. Um, So it was all via email and just sort of uh, sending messages to and to and from progress kind of shots and and ideas mm-hmm. yeah no they were they were super lovely to deal with um i think i think all, all of the guys from structures follow me on instagram so that you know they're always um commenting on my stuff and uh no they're, they're, they're a really lovely bunch i highly recommend you get over there <laughs>
1: yeah it's the other side of the country, but it's definitely closer uh closer for me than it is for you i hope I hope you got they I hope they say you some of the beer I think that you know but I, I, I don't want to put them on the spot they probably didn't the because you didn't say that but so sorry about that, but <laughs> hey guys, you should send some yeah you should do that
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> no it's cool because a lot of your work is black and white and then they took the can and so when they do various kind of fruit variations of it they they colorized it so. Yeah, that did. Was that was that weird for you? And like, oh, you're now is you know like a green and like a red. Was that was kind of like I don't know color. You don't really see much color in your work, so it's it's definitely (laughs) it's interesting.
2: No, it was it was really cool because the um, I think the first rendition they did of it was an anniversary um, kind of edition, and so basically the the artwork itself, the black part stayed the same. Um, but the can, um, I believe, was a different color, so it looked really cool because the negative white space was now a color.
1: Yeah, I love um, when, I love when folks do that. It's you know using yeah, you see a lot with like a silver in some places. They Start actually doing it now. You can get full black cans, and so they do that where that's the base. It's, yeah, it's smart.
2: Yeah, no, it, it, really cool. Um, and yeah, I think they've done a green, a green and a red as well. Um, so yeah, I, I actually loved the um, the way that they'd done them, and you know, for for different editions of the beer, um, I think it worked really well.
1: Now, like I said, you've I met mean, the one. There's kind of a, it's like a dragon meets kind of like the never ending story um, thing, but like you do that one, you have that in color. When do you how is you, you know someone who works mainly in black and white, how is it that you decide when? to do in, in color you know, we want, it just seems like a big kind of a big occasion
2: um it is a rarity it's it's funny because before I you know started getting into my black and white um illustrative work I used a lot of color I used to use a lot of colored pencil markers I loved painting in color um so I think for me it's just like a little bit of an outlet every now and then to just creatively explore something a little different. And so with my coloured works in my ink illustrations, um, generally I'll use watercolour pencils. Okay. So I can sort of, uh, you know, lightly add a bit of colour here and there with whatever, you know, colours I'm working on. And then I can add a bit of water and it just kind of smooths it out quite beautifully. And um, I think it works quite well with the the ink works as well. So, yeah, generally I'll, just pick something and decide to, to make it colorful because why not?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it really pops too because the foundation being the black and white kind of sits, it sits well on top of it and still allows the, the darkness, so to speak, to, to, to shine through.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it, it, it is quite effective on that one. Um, yeah, because of that reason.
1: Yeah. Now you also have, you've done some, some enamel pins, you know, is, yeah, you know, what's the story with that? That's just—I mean, it just seems like a, a kind of a different avenue for your for your work.
2: Yeah, I've had a few people sort of being like, "Oh, you know, it's, it's sort of different to to your work," and and again, it's sort of going back to that like tattoo flash kind of style that I I used to do a lot of, and um, I've always loved bugs and and sort of critters, and um, you know, again, it's just like exploring that, that different sort of uh, medium. So, you know, working with digital uh, software isn't really my strong point, but sort of drawing them and bringing them into the computer and then, you know, colouring them digitally and, and making them into pins is, is a different sort of outlet. And I'd never actually seen a Cicada pin, and so I decided to make one.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah, it seems like there, there was a little bit of demand for it. And, um, yeah, I always... I've always loved them since I was a kid, so I've always fascinated with them and decided to sort of, uh, yeah, branch out in that. And then I started doing some other pins with my boyfriend um, who is doing, like, a lot of, like, cartoony kind of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've we'll been doing, like, the zombie Pokemon um, and, you know, just, like, cute little um, animals and, and birds and stuff. So and it's something a little little bit different, but my, my – um, pins on my etsy for instance yeah they've just been um something a little different to to offer my uh, followers you know you can't you can only have so many prints and um a little pin's always a a good addition to any denim jacket so yeah
1: (laughs) well yeah exactly yeah denim jacket's naked doesn't have enough pins on it so i think it's perfect yeah
2: yeah need some patches too
1: (laughs) right yeah exactly yeah i just feel I, i feel that you just you, you just kind of go for it if you have an idea you you know I, I do like that you're just kind of like well what the fuck might as well give it a shot and see how it goes and
2: <laughs>
1: yeah 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 so yeah we can curse it's, it's the internet no one cares so it's fine <laughs> yeah no I, I no i noticed that it's you know just even talking to you you kind of well i wanted to try that i wanted to do that and what the hell and so there's really yeah there's kind of no uh rhyme or reason in a, in a, in a good way and i think that that works you know with your just kind of your vibe
2: yeah, I feel like I I tend to be very indecisive about things or, you know, anxious about doing certain things. So I work on, you know, impulse just to kind of, um, you know, like if I don't do it now, then I'm going to think on it too much or, you know, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's never going to get done.
1: Right, and then yeah, in a way, right. If you do it, and it doesn't work. You won't be thinking about it all the time. So at least you'll free up some space in your head that for other ideas. You know, you're like, well, I tried that and it was bad, or I didn't really like how it came out, and that must happen a lot, though. Like, are you, you, you. I feel like you're probably very critical of your own your own work, right? I mean, even just trying to, like I said, we try to we had to convince you to do it, do, you know, be on the podcast so I can see that's gotta be hard I think mean, that that to me is the hardest part of artists. like you' like you were saying before like when 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 you know it's done and it's kind of like okay you know do if if that one sell why did this one sell so fast and this one did't you know what what have you so that must yeah is has that been a difficult process for you to kind of deal with that I guess I don't know if that's rejection or whatever but it's just that would stress me out
2: yeah I mean I, I definitely get a lot of times where, you know, I'll be in the middle of an artwork and I'm like, oh, is, am I, am I liking this? Is this going in a direction that I think is is good that's going to, you know, people are going to like, or have I messed something up or, you know, even before I post like a work in progress, I'm like, oh, is this at a stage where I want to show it to the world or, you know, so I think as artists, a lot of us are our own worst critics. Like there's always something, you know, a line out of place or a dot that you put in the wrong spot Um, and only we could probably see it, but we don't want anyone else to see it either. Um, so I think we, we are sort of quite hard on ourselves, um, when it comes to artworks and, you know, trying to please our, our audiences and, um, you know, especially if you're trying to make a living off it, the pressure's always on to create, you know, unique content. And, um, so yeah, sometimes you will, you'll spend a few hours on something and then you just... Like no, nah, this is this is not it. Straight in the bin, you know, um, which is, is sometimes better. Like you don't want to slug away at something, you know, only for it to be, you finish it and you just hate it, because um, you know you, you're never going to be happy with it uh, otherwise. But you know, I, I look back on a lot of works now that I, I finished, and I was like, oh, you know, I don't know about this, like blah blah blah, and then like I love them now I'm, I'm happy I did them I'm happy I created them people love them so I think you know actually promoting that to the world and, and getting feedback is really important you know it, it boosts your self-confidence and you know the motivation that you have in yourself to, to create more for um, more of your artwork for people
1: now do you do commission work do you also you can folks reach out for commissions do you do those
2: yeah yeah absolutely
1: good 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 Again, folks. RhiannonYates.com is the website. Also, Ryster R H I Sinister, excuse me, R H I S Y N Y S T E R on Instagram, and then you can also find a link there to her Etsy shop and buy 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 support support your your local artists not local to us but local to the internet <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're all on the internet so it's all good yeah it's, it's it's wonderful yeah i just uh like i said i'm a big fan of of your your work and your style and the level of detail is you know is really it's really nice to be able to, to again to to see that and i'm i've my, my favorites is just the process and seeing the sketches you know either the parakeet one is just like you know in the dinosaur work you've done like just seeing just seeing that is just fucking awesome and so it's just I amazing mean, because they're so detailed pieces and for you to say that sometimes you're spending 30 40 hours on them i think you should you know should show that so folks can really kind of appreciate it it's i think it's uh art is hard because it's just you know people don't always see all the all the Decisions or choices that are made, and all the hard work that goes into it. And someone who's so, you know, I'd say you're pretty, you know, you're majority analog. So I think it's even more important, which is kind of funny, right? Because you're, you don't really use digital to create, but the digital, you know, social media helps you promote your stuff. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a good use of the tool.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah, it, it is interesting you say that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, one of our questions, especially because uh, we're you know international, we're international guests, which we we love. Um, what kind of music are you listening to? Do you have certain tunes or styles of music that you're listening to when you're creating?
2: Um, I I listen to a lot of sort of different stuff. More recently, I've been listening to a lot of movie soundtracks and anime soundtracks, um, a lot of atmospheric kind of music, piano music, but. Um, you know, band-wise, I've always been a lover of you know heavy, heavy rock and, and metal and um a lot of you know my, my style sort of came from the artwork of them, the album covers. But I also love my um you know, 60s and 70s. Um, I'm a huge fan of you know, Simon Garfunkel, for instance. Oh, good call. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's just like a mixed a mixed um, bag majority, um, depending on you know how I feel, what time of day. Um, I'll listen to the occasional podcast as well. So they're always great when I'm drawing late at night just to listen to something easy while I'm, I'm drawing um, away. Yeah.
1: Give us some bands. Yeah. You got, you got to give us some names. You got to give us some names. Uh, <laughs> thought, yeah. it's um, a self-serving question for me, but I'm always interested what people listen to.
2: Yeah. So I, I'm a huge Avenged Sevenfold fan. Okay. Um, as people could probably tell from my username. Um, <laughs> um, I have been listening to a lot of indie kind of stuff, so Death Cab for Cutie. Right. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Elbow has been on my my playlist a lot lately. Um, I don't know. You you, you put me on this.
1: Yeah, have all the questions, right? Yeah, that's one. Yeah. So you, you, yeah, because what we try to do, and you'll you know, is the music that you like. We try to make the episode specific for you. So. You can, if you want to hit us up later on that one, it's fine. But yeah, we, we've got, we've got, we've got plenty to work with. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But no, it's always, it's always interesting. Cause some folks can like really get into it with like louder music and other, like you said, the, the TV soundtrack atmospheric stuff is, has been coming up a, a lot lately. So it's, it, it's always interesting.
2: Yeah. It's, it's nice to sort of listen to something that is like a story, like because you, you listen to a soundtrack and you're kind of playing along the movie in your head, um, which I think is, is, you know, quite kind of fun rather than just listening to, you know, the occasional playlist where you're like a mix of songs sort of everywhere. But, um, yeah, no, I've really been enjoying it because it just the album plays through and you're just working through and all of a sudden, you know, a couple of hours have passed and, um, yeah, no, it's real good.
1: Excellent. Now, what, how many, how many projects are you working on currently? What are you working on? Like what's the, what's the next chapter? What's up, what's happening next?
2: Um, I've got a few bits and pieces in the works. Um, I've currently got that space piece that I, I mentioned before. I'm almost done with that, um, which is that A3 piece. Uh, I've got a couple of you know, ideas for next coming convention, um, which I won't announce just yet, but I will be putting them on my Instagram soon. Um, but popular culture inspired stuff for sure. And yeah. Um, I've sort of got maybe three or so works on the go at the moment. wow.
1: Well, now how do you decide like, okay, I work on a, B or C right now. How does what, like, how do you, how, how do you decide or just kind of, you just know,
2: um it sort of depends like with my space artwork it's literally just like the galaxy that's kind of left so it tends not to require as much thinking as like you know making composition because it's sort of already got the framework there and it's just a matter of rendering it um, with the fine details. So that's something I would sort of do if I'm a little more you know tired or um, a little more just, out of it, I guess. But, um, whereas my other stuff, if I'm starting a new work for instance, or, um, you know, doing a lot of, uh, just like obscure details or line work, um, I tend to require a bit more energy for it. So it'd be like I'd start during the day or in the evening off later at night or something. Um, so there's, there's no real like hierarchy in what I want to do. It's kind of just like, what do I feel like doing right now? Um, and then, yeah,
1: doing that. You're your own boss now, so yeah. <laughs> no, um, of course, the yeah.
2: commissioner works, and that sort of takes priority. But um, yeah, S- yeah, smart, yeah.
1: smart, boss. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, as you know, as someone who's kind of now their own, you know, on their own, they're an entrepreneur. You know, they're you know the boss. Would you have any advice for somebody kind of you know trying to decide, you know, make that leap or Maybe somebody who's starting out in their career, kind of any, any, any advice from all the kind of bumps and bruises you took along the way for somebody kind of, uh, in a different position?
2: Yeah, well, I, I, it took a lot of people pushing me, you know, like my, my partner was pushing me to do it. And my fellow artists were like, you know, just, you, you just have to go out there and, and do it for yourself. Otherwise, you know, you never will. And I was so, um, you know, at my job, I was like, I, you know, I can't leave, like I need money to support myself yada 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 but I was just so miserable you know I I just hated I ended up hating what I was doing and I just knew my my time and energy could be better spent doing something that I enjoy and and putting you know 100% into that to actually make it a profitable thing um so I think in in the end like you, you've really got to be dedicated you've really got to be um sure that's what you want but you also need to take risks like you need to take chances you need to test the waters and and learn what you know works and what doesn't so um you know especially with social media um just make sure that you're using that to the fullest and and taking full advantage of uh the features that you know instagram and and twitter and, and facebook offer because that's broadening your audiences and um you know get the out there in the world do markets and and meet other artists and you know you can feed off each other so i think yeah there's there's a there's a lot of just like growing as an artist before you you can finally take the leap for sure but um i think at the end of the day like you'll you'll know um what you want to do and just go for it
1: there we go i think that's a perfect yeah advice yeah i think it's important that you have the people that support you to kind of help you you know make that choice or kind of nudge you or nag you like some podcast host did to get you to join <laughs> so all right well rihanna I, I thank you so much for for being a part of it i really it really means a lot to me uh like i said that's one of the the greater gifts of this project is to to meet people from around the world i think your your work is really incredible and i wish you you know nothing but success and you know hopefully we like to say we hope we can meet in person and have, you know, a beer or two in 3D, you know, and, uh, you know, we'll have to get one of your pieces for, for the studio. we love to, to have it up here in the studio.
2: Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, and I love what you do. I love the podcast. I love that you can bring, you know, us artists from all over the world together here and, and communicate with, a um, you know, an artistic community and, and people that appreciate that as well. So I, I think it's a really uh, amazing thing what, what you're doing.
1: Well, well, thank you, and like I said, I'm just really blessed to be able to get to, to meet people like yourself and celebrate, you know, these people who work really hard and are just doing something that brings so much happiness to people under the ruse of it being, having something to do with beer. So, I mean, it's been really, it's really nice to, to do that. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good way to, I mean, I think we've, you know, it's nice because we have some folks who've done a label or two like yourself, others who it's their full-time job, others who, you know, have done a poster or what have you. So we, yeah, we we definitely have uh used it to kind of stretch the the reach and meet people from all over. So yeah, we have a our first guest from Germany this season, and so yeah, we're it's been yeah it's been really cool. Yeah, I'm um, I'm kind of shocked how we're almost at episode 100. So it's kind of crazy.
2: I know it's insane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think folks like yourself and you know the the rest of the of the crew and the fam, you know, who are part of it, the alumni and they inspire me. And so it's just, you know, people really appreciate it. And so, um, yeah, just thank you once again. I really, I really appreciate it and hope you, uh, have a great, one. we're looking forward to see what this next, uh, secret releases that you're working on. So we'll, we'll look for that.
2: <laughs> Thanks.
1: All right, folks. Uh, thank you. And I'll, I'll, talk to you soon, man. All right.
2: No worries. Bye. All right, have
1: a great weekend. Cheers.
2: You too. Bye. Bye.
0: And there we have it folks the essential Rhiannon Yates podcast interview comes to a wrap hopefully you enjoyed it see what I think is good is I get the artists to come on and they haven't had much experience or done other podcasts so the bar set pretty low so this is a good one this is the essential because it's probably the only one That she's done in the states, you know, and we're we kind of get them, the you know we, I was definitely I you you send a lot of messages, you ask and you hope, and we're really excited and it it worked out. It's fun, it's really cool. The hardest part is the the difference in time zones when it's international, but I don't know. I think that, and this is just more like a life thing. If we all now whoever you are, wherever you're listening if we all made an effort to know or be introduced to or interact with folks from other parts of the country or the world i just think things would be a lot better i think that when you you know kind of step back and look and see how big the world is and all these great people it's uh it really makes it a really uh, a special experience and so again we hope you enjoyed this episode it was a lot of fun making it it was a lot of fun getting up to episode number 99 this was Rihanna Yates, Novente Nueve, Structure Brewing. You can check her out on Instagram, Rice Sinister, R-H-I-S-Y-N-S-Y-S-T-E-R. Go to her Etsy, buy some shit. It's not shit, but just buy some stuff, buy some of her prints. If you're buying them you're in the States, let me know, and you can pick me up one, and then I'll, uh, I'll come over and you know and get it from you and give you some beers. But also, with that said, if you are in the Pacific Northwest, you're on the West Coast, and you can get some, self, some structure brewing, get in touch. We'd love to set a trade up and get some of those into our belly and uh, make that happen. Not we support the artists, but we really do a good part to support the breweries, even though we don't drink them. Until we've done the interview, if we haven't had them before, it's nothing personal. It's just that uh, I don't know. Hypothetically speaking, say so we inter- interviewed artist A, and we've we've kind of mentioned this before, and they work for for JoJo Brewing, which I just made up because uh you know, and we went to JoJo Brewing, and the beer was awful. You know, we couldn't talk about the oh we made this for this beer because it was with these ingredients or this that and the other. All the time, I would just probably be thinking subconsciously, ah, the beer shit. So, we don't know what structure is. From the reviews I've read, uh, it seems to be something that we would, like I said, to try. We're really excited about that. And it's just a really wonderful time for art. It's a wonderful time for beer. And uh, it's a wonderful time for you to tell friends about our podcast. If you haven't had a chance to, head on over to 16ozcanvas.com. You can find the podcast in mean, wherever you found it today. There's other places around the website, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher. If you have a, a Google Home or an Alexa, you can ask her to uh, play, you know, play the podcast and uh, you know forward that link. Maybe text it over to a friend who's going on a road trip. We pair really well with the open road, and uh, we're just really lucky to be uh, be doing this together. And it was nice to to be able to talk about that with Randon and uh, the art community that we're building here. So we're uh, we're part of it, and you're part of it. So don't be a stranger. Keep in touch. Thank you for all your support. Season nine is one of our best yet, and episode ninety nine is officially wrapped up. Next week we're we'll joined the Century Club. Shit gets real. Until then, bye. You can stop now. You can unpause or pause or delete it. I don't know, whatever you're doing. Why are you still listening? How much longer are you to listen to this? Are you still here?
1: There's no music playing.
0: Why are you still listening? Okay. You're still here. I appreciate it. One, two, three, hang up. Go on, you can do it. Okay, I'll hang up first.